everyone and welcome to the Mindfulness Podcast, the podcast for everybody that needs to know what is the practice of the week. Would like to know the news about the mindfulness at IBM and mindfulness at Green Drill uh, experiences and information. And also would like to get a bit more insight into the mindfulness journey of our guest, right? So yes. with me, there is Mindful Pat. Hi, Pat. Hello, everyone. Hey, Lele. The other day, I, I, I was on the IBM Slack, right? And I was try. I, I, I wanted to send an emoji, right? So, I, mm -hmm. I, you know, when you're in Slack, you put the two dots and then you put mindful, right? I wanted something yeah. mindful. And the first thing that came out was mindful path. <laughs> and I was like, how come there is still the, the emoji of path there in, in this? But that was, that was nice, like a nice thought. That's so, but what's, uh, I, I, I don't I don't even know who who did that. That was <laughs> no, no no idea as well. Me neither. Me neither. But that was fun. I, I will send you the emoji if you want. Um, it's just you, your face, and just there. Okay. Um, tell me what what's uh, what's the news? Uh, you know, last week we didn't have um, uh, any news from Kinder, so I, sh I suppose there are like you have uh, two two weeks of information to share with us. Yeah, there's. There's a lot of information, but we're, we're doing like a monthly newsletter now and I'm posting it on LinkedIn as well. So by the end of the month, you can check out really what's going on. There's just three things I wanted to, to highlight. Uh, one is we have our, our courses published for June and July. So please start enrolling and sharing um, with the, you know, with your friends and colleagues, et cetera. Uh, we will be migrating to from publisher to SharePoint. So patience with that. The second thing is we're going to be doing more mindfulness with the managers globally as part of the, the new manager. And the, the third exciting news, I have my fingers crossed with this, but it looks like the team is going to be growing formally and we might have another full-time person or some part-time roles supporting us at Kindrel for mindfulness. Fingers crossed. Thank you. Thank you. What about you, Lele? What's happening at IBM? Uh, so this week, that is the basically the uh, all the MBC are finishing, right? The, the last week for all of all of the the classes, right? Mm. Uh, and uh, actually, in the same week, we are starting the supervisor training. Right? So all the people that were part of an, of the mindfulness based connect experience will be immediately have the opportunity if they want to be apprentice and lead more cohorts. To, to do join the supervisor train the trainer session it that is composed of two sessions of um, one hour each the first mm -hmm. session is more theoretical right what's your behavior what are the administration and so on the second session is how to lead the practice right so guiding through a proper way to lead the practice for others uh, and right. the second session i mean the first session could be also watched as a replay because it doesn't require so much of interactivity the second one though is still like you need to lead the practice so you need to join um, so we did it twice, right? So in two different weeks. Uh, so if you cannot join the, the first week, you can join the, the second week, right? But that is a requirement. Otherwise, you know, otherwise it's, it's very hard to, to, to have you as, a, uh, as right. an apprentice. And then that's actually because I, I think important is to improve the experience. And since it's a community-driven experience, um, after the supervisor training everyone, I will invite every apprentice and supervisor into a big kind of gathering uh, to ask everyone what went well, what we should change, uh, how we should make a better experience, right? Uh, since everyone is volunteer, 
there is not so much time for every individual to respond there and make it, you know, sessions and so on. So we appreciate the support of everyone and the inputs of everyone to make a good experience. It's a, um, so, you know, that's it. So that's actually the, the real news. And uh, said that, I think it's time to bring our guest of today. Yes. So since today we travel into Kindrill and get a uh, guest from uh, that part of the world. So Pat, your honor to uh, introduce our guest. Yes. Um, well, both guests have, were, were part of the, the IBM experience before we, we transitioned to, to Kindrill. So I'm very happy that uh, Joe Austin and Mohua Sen, uh, Sengu. Sengupta. Ah. Sam Gupta uh, joined mm -hmm. us in, in Kindrel, and both of them have been doing instrumental work with me and, and our delivery model, More Mindful. So I'll let them say hello and introduce themselves, and we'll get going from there. Okay, first, Shalai Mahua. So um, I'm Joe Austin. Um, I um, work for Kindrel Delivery, and um, I am change executive covers a multitude of things um, but right now we are running courses to help people improve they, the way that they work with the delivery model so so that's me and I have the great delight to work with Mahua and I am Mahua uh, Sen Gupta I'm part of Joe's team uh, I'm a global change leader and uh, I specifically focus on the culture and mindset when it comes to new ways of working and yes we have been uh, you know including the mindfulness sessions during these workshops and the education sessions so yeah that's about me awesome so when did uh, the mindfulness journey start well probably different place for me than with uh, mahua but if i just tell you about my journey so Patrick, I think we met three or four years ago back in IBM days. And um, you were talking about mindfulness course. And I'd heard of mindfulness, but it's not natural to me at all. It really isn't. Um, but I, I, I understood the value of it. So um, a number of people that worked with me at the time went on your uh, nine, I think it was nine weeks, wasn't it? Nine-week experience. To my shame, I didn't go. I didn't go. Um, and I suppose it went to the back of my mind like things do because it's not natural for me. I tried it. I've tried it. I've had a good go with it, but I haven't um, practiced for over a period of time. And I'm really quite frantic, so um, I need to do things like this. I need to slow myself down from time to time and remember to be in the present. Um, came into my awareness again. Well, actually, Patrick, you did. You came into my awareness again when we were Kindrel. And um, I started engaging with the channels. And I think you and I had a little chat. And I thought, what a gift. What a beautiful thing to be able to bring events that we're running for people in delivery so therefore our delivery leaders and as I mentioned they're to help them um, modernize the way they work in brief so there's a lot in it but modernize the way they work you know we're in a very high pressure environment and I, you know there needs to be our people in there and as part of teaching them the 
the new ways of to, op to operate and to behave um, with their work, what about giving them a tool that helps them balance things a little bit? Um, and uh, I think I spoke to you and you said, here are some videos. And I thought, oh, looks great, but I'm not comfortable teaching it. To my delight and surprise, I bounced off the team and Mahua said, oh, I know all about mindfulness and mm. I've been practicing it for a while and teaching it. So I thought, oh, isn't this a thing of beauty? So it kind of went from there, Mahua, didn't it? You picked it yeah. up and we started teaching it about a month ago in Bangalore. Yeah. I think uh, that was really an immense pleasure for me because seeing mindfulness getting integrated into the way we work, uh, it is already integrated if we just integrate it and make it a part of how we work on day-to-day -day basis that really immensely changes our whole approach towards work. I mean, that's what I feel. And my journey started almost uh, five years ago. I'd been practicing meditation for, for quite some time though. But uh, I got introduced to mindfulness by one of my uh, managers. And then I got in touch with the community and Patrick, I attended a few of your sessions and it started from there. And uh, it may be a little dramatic to say, say that, but it definitely changed the way uh, the course of my life, actually, you know, my approach towards work, uh, the focus, uh, also my listening skills improved to a great extent. So, yeah, a great change that I see in myself. And as soon as Mahua said, I practice mindfulness, I can almost tell <laughs> because she's a very calm, you know, considered um reflective you know she brings all those things to her work that i probably observed but not attached to mindfulness um so yeah that i guess that's our journey patrick i don't know if you want to mm. i think that's that's the main issue we have in uh, uh in in mindfulness right is when you want to try to explain okay these are the benefits because I feel them and I know it, they are benefit and I know in other people, but nobody really attributes that if you are kinder or if you are more present, if you're more focused, if you're delivering better, uh, it's because of also mindfulness or maybe particularly because of mindfulness. It's, it's hard because you don't see it. You just see the outcome and you don't see what's, what's beneath the outcome. So I wonder how do, to explain that in a better way? To someone that perhaps is a skeptical or somebody that says like oh, mindfulness come on you're just somebody that was calm before or you know that's how you are mm. Mm. i would say uh mindfulness know that it's just being in the present moment being more aware of your thoughts and emotions without attaching any judgment uh but at the same time for me it was like you know, you are just taking the dust off of, of a mirror. You see things more clearly. You see uh, your conditionings more clearly. And maybe I can give an example. Like I said, I became a more mindful. And that in turn helped me, you know, look at a situation as a, in a bigger perspective and, uh, you know, react to any situation. And that helped me uh, bring in more value to the work that 
And on personal ground, I would say uh, a small thing. Uh, I focused uh, on my eating habits. Mindful eating really improved the way I was, my relationship with food. You know, I was an emotional eater. I would just eat desserts when I would be stressed. Uh, so just being aware, being present of my own thoughts and emotions changed my relationship with food. And that has helped me immensely. I don't think I'm in a position to be able to talk about why I'd recommend it. I can talk about what I say in the workshops, but I am a consumer of, rather than an expert, I would say. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to leave it to Mahua. We do, we do seem to have on a good way of explaining it in the workshops. One of the participants, after the workshop, a week or so, and said that, you know, I had suggested uh, uh, him to, you know, refer to some of the apps like Insight Timer or Calm. And uh, the person said that after listening to, uh, after, you know, uh, listening to the, some of the talks in the uh, applications and also, you know, practicing mindfulness in small little things, the way he was eating or the way he was uh, working, it really changed uh, his overall approach and the productivity improved to a great extent, which, which was kind of surprising, but uh, the person started really planning the work in a better way. So these are some of the benefits that we cannot really quantify as such, but we really see it in our day-to-day -day lives. Your productivity improves, your focus improves, thereby the quality of the work that you do improves uh, your health, your emotional state, and also how you regulate your emotions. Those things are some of the benefits that I've seen personally and I've also heard from people who practice mindfulness. I, I, just an observation from me as well in the workshops. So I started looking at this some years ago in IBM and we did have a lady at the time, I had quite a big organization, um, and I had a lady that did mindfulness um, for us and um, when we had events back then we did do mindfulness in the morning and um, it was only women that came I always made it optional it was only women that came I'm probably going back four or five years um, however one roll on five years and um, in these workshops and again we make it optional you know if you if you're interested in the topic come along and do it with us but in the workshops, we've probably had, we're getting about 100 people at a time, we're probably getting about three quarters of the um, audience choosing to come in early in the morning to do this. And I thought, uh, and, and as many men as women. So it, it just shows how it's become, you know, in, in people are more aware of it now than they were. It was very inherently female type thing or it felt to me back then and you know but it's moved on a lot since then hasn't it Mahua I think yeah exactly yeah it's it, it generally very interesting how things have been changing over the years mm. just in people being more receptive to to these practices and techniques to enhance focus and well-being etc yeah um I, I would, though, and, and Lele, I'm curious what your thoughts are. It does seem like this 
this mindfulness space is there is a majority of of females attending the and i'm I'm wondering why why that might be i mean i have some some thoughts but lele you have a similar opinion or i wouldn't know honestly i mean it's true that many are are female and more are in particular the ones that are joining the regular practices uh, as an observation, I don't have a statistic, but it's like, you know, the usual group, you always have more females. Um, and that's, uh, for me, it could also be that, um, you know, it would be, I know, you know, it's being, a, being a man here, I know that's how hard it is somehow to, uh, to do things, right? Particularly connected if you're growing up, right? Uh, doing, you know, already doing yoga, doing esoteric thing and so on from a Western perspective might look um, not appealing, right? Might look not suited for your maleness, right? And I hope it's not like that, particularly in my generation, but it's true that, you know, that that could be one of the reasons, right? Uh, certain for some could be like, come on, I don't want to just be there, close my eyes. It's, uh, um, you know, I don't feel comfortable right i don't i don't want to let my guard down right uh i'm yeah. a cool dude that's i don't need it right yeah um, yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah but i see more i see many men as well doing it right so you know i i wonder how that that that's put put be a a, a shell to crack and understand more i don't know what what's your take Pat? Go, 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 go ahead Mugua. I was saying that you know uh, over a period of time, from the time I, I've been I've been practicing yoga for the last ten years, and from the time I've been practicing, I've seen that uh, yeah earlier there were more women practicing yoga or meditation or mindfulness for that matter, but things have shifted a lot in the last five four five years I would say, and I'm not sure why. Uh, one reason could be women are intrinsically more. Uh, you know, aware of their emotions and are open to something like that. So maybe initially, this is the reason why you will find more women in yoga, practicing yoga or mindfulness or meditation. But uh, over a period of time, things have changed. Maybe it's the awareness. Uh, and as Lele said, it's okay to be, you're cool if you are practicing yoga or you are practicing mindfulness. It's absolutely okay. These days, I think there's more openness around it yeah. you know what we're doing our workshops around the world so you might want to get us back in you know four or five months when we've been to japan and south mm -hmm. uh, latin america we're going down to we're going all around europe um so we're going everywhere so we're going to bring it everywhere and it'll be really interesting to see um you know what how it goes in the different cultures because yeah. it does go well in India, I think, um, with our with our teams in India, it does seem to work very well there. Um, so I'm going to be fascinated to watch the journey. Yeah, just my my quick two cents is, um, at least in the in the beginning days of when mindfulness started to be heavily researched and scrutinized, it was particularly in stress reduction or, or cognitive behavioral therapy. So it was more from a, you know, s supporting kind of 
difficulties and and perhaps the the male population isn't so open to showing a perceived weakness that you know i can't manage but the shift has been as the research has been growing to more performance as well you know that that athletes that militaries that police forces and you know firefighters and all these you know, that have been traditionally more kind of male dominated and they're seeing that hey i could be doing these practices to enhance and not just to to mitigate kind of the the, the stresses which we all uh, experience so i think that's a that's a very interesting uh, trend as well to to keep in mind last thing is we often associate you know mindfulness with being something very esoteric or meditation yeah. or yoga and as it's being more and more clear that mindfulness is just paying attention on purpose with certain yeah that but for, for everyone right but you need everyone to be vulnerable part right so the, the yeah, point there yeah. is that you need to say i'm not in control I'm, mm. I recognize the fact that I'm, I don't pay attention all the time to things. I recognize the fact that the control is not mine. I need to recognize that I need to become better and I need mindfulness for this. And this type mm. of being vulnerable to this thought is really something not so easy to yeah. acknowledge, right? Absolutely, yeah. That's very true. true. It's true. And like I said, my journey with it is not e an easy one. I, I know that it will help me. I said to Mahua the first time we did it together in a you know, a uh, hundred people, I said, I really don't feel comfortable closing my eyes. You know, you mentioned about closing your eyes. You know, and, and you don't, don't feel, need to, yeah. I don't feel comfortable with that at all. It made me feel too vulnerable somehow. Mm. And um, I've, I, I tried it after three or four times of doing it, still couldn't do it. So, yeah, there, there is something, something there about, you know, making yourself, um, you, you know, being vulnerable. And uh, whether you want to put yourself in that place, you know, especially in a room full of people, feels odd to me. Well, I think just Mahua really quickly, it's important to give people choices and yeah. you can get the benefits yes. with eyes open, with focused yeah. on something or with closed eyes. Yeah. You can focus on the breath or you can focus on your feet, on sound, etc. And I think as we're getting more research into trauma sensitivity and all of us have experienced trauma, if you tell one person to focus on the breath, they might've had some trauma with the breath in the past, you know, closing your eyes, like you, like you all are saying, that's a very vulnerable thing to do, especially in a room full of a lot of people yeah. because yeah. you don't know what, what's going on. So no. I think as, as we're, you know, learning different choices and types of practices and techniques, it's really becoming open to, you know, male, female, mm. non-binary, this age, that age, that culture, this one, et cetera. Yeah. 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 Yeah, interesting. Okay, well, as always, these uh, discussions are always rich and fascinating and we can go on for a long period of time, but I think it's important to, to leave our listeners with, uh, with a little practice for the week. Yeah. So, Mahua, whenever you're, you're ready. Yeah, oh, so yes. uh, the practice that I'm going to take you through is a very quick practice, three-step grounding practice. Patrick, you have led us through this practice many a times. Uh, this is my go-to practice. Whenever I want to kind of center myself or ground myself, I uh, practice this. So we'll get started. Uh, we'll start by taking a comfortable posture, maybe sitting 
or if you want to stand. Perhaps closing the eyes or just softening your gaze, whatever works for you. Taking a breathing space. Beginning with step one. Bring your awareness to whatever is going on for you right now. Is your internal weather pattern like? Any sensations that you may have? Or notice any thought as they arise? See if you can let these thoughts come and go without getting identified with their content. Thoughts are not facts. Notice any emotion or feeling if they arise. Do not try to change anything, just observe. Step two, allow the spotlight of your attention now move to your breath. Feel all of the different sensations of your breath, your inhale and exhale. Take a note of the rise and fall of your stomach or chest as you inhale and as you exhale. If your mind wanders and it may wander, just bring it back to your inhale and exhale. Now gently broaden and expand your awareness to include your whole body. Feel the breath in your entire body as if your whole body is breathing. Bring an acceptance to your presence at this moment. And now, gently move your body and come back. Thank you.
you. Doesn't she have a lovely natural way about her when doing this? Mahua. <laughs> she calms me down anyway. <laughs> That's calms always a nice right side down. effect. Yeah, yeah, she's she's really natural with it. <laughs> so any final uh, word you want to share with our audience? From us? From both of you, yeah. Yeah, so um, we've, we've got different backgrounds with this. So Mahua, I find it a little bit difficult, but I am, I am always open, always open. So I'd say from me, from my perspective, if you're like me and you're, you're thinking about what can mindfulness bring, just give it a go. Just have a listen to um, the podcast, somebody like Mahua taking you through a session. It, it, it does bring peace for me to a very frantic world and a very frantic job. And I think we need that. I really do, because we work so, so hard. All of us, we work in Kindle, we work so, so hard. We push ourselves so hard. And there's a lot expected of us as well. You know, we, we drive very hard as a business and there needs to be a balance somewhere. Or people get unwell, you know, at the extreme. They do get unwell. And, you know, in my experience in business, um, a lot of people can become unwell with the stress of work. So having somewhere a balance, even if it's once a week, can be such a gift. Yeah, and I would say the same. Just give it a try. Just give it a go. And uh, this is something which can really benefit us on personal level as well as professional. So, yeah, give it a try. Thank you both for, for being yeah. here, for sharing your stories. And uh, Mahua, thank you for leading us through that practice. Lele, as always, thanks for being, oh, doing what you do. Thanks for you, Pat. Uh, thank you for our listeners to be here and take the time to listen to us and to share as well uh, the podcast along so that, you know, the uh, you know, good benefits and power of mindfulness in this kind of so spread across both companies and beyond. Uh, thank you so much and uh, talk to you in one week from now with another episode of the Mindfulness Podcast. Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.